0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming up on today's show, the Big Ten NBA prospects that have already declared for the draft or at least decided that they're going to put their foot in the water will go over all of them and where they stand on current draft boards, my thoughts going forward and more. It's all coming up right here on Locked On Big Ten. <laughs> Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Thanks for making the show your first listen every weekday. Coming up on today's show, we're going to take a look at all the draft prospects now coming out of the Big Ten, now that the Big Ten season is, of course, over. A whole lot of names, including a couple of big ones in the last day, have made their name known as In the Draft Pool. We're going to go over all of them, where they stand on a whole bunch of different sites and things like that. and Of course, I'll give you my thoughts at the end as well. Too. But before we get to any of that, let's get to the biggest news from the day around the Big Ten. And of course, the biggest news was the two biggest players maybe coming out of the Big Ten into this draft. And there's a lot of them. So you can argue all about that and we will hear in a minute. But first, we'll get into just the two, of course, who announced lately. In the last day, Jaden Ivey and Johnny Davis, the Big Ten Player of the Year in Ivy, and maybe the highest ranked prospect out of, the pro- out of the conference, Jaden Ivey, out of this or into the NBA draft now. And both of them are going to be lottery picks, it looks like. We'll get to, of course, that later on. But the way that things look right now, both those guys will be picked at least in the first 14 picks, I'm thinking. I, I believe they have perfectly good potential to both go in the top 10. And for both of these guys, just explosive breakout sophomore seasons, as well as Keegan Murray, but all three of these guys now go in here after really just, I feel like when you're going to talk about Malachi Branham later on with this, these guys stayed for the second year or in other, some cases just weren't NBA prospects, but are now in their second year blossoming into these pure lottery picks. And in Jaden Ivey's case, maybe a top five pick as well. So I think you have a really good case here of players just being able to, in the Big Ten, no matter when it is in your career, you can break out and at least earn the respect of the pro prospects and scouts enough to be able to make that leap at any time, which I think is something that's really attractive out of this big 10 obviously i feel like this season for the big 10 even though it doesn't end in a final four appearance when I mean, you're talking about bringing players into this conference i mean having guys like Jaden ivy and johnny davis out there that's marquee stuff and keegan murray as well and all the other big names that have been in this conference this season i mean from big guys all the way down to point guards you can argue the best of the best is in the big 10 Or at the very least, that the best of the best as far as making the transition and going to the pros is in the Big Ten. So as far as that goes from a recruiting standpoint, I don't feel like the Big Ten loses anything as far as what happens in the tournament for the last 20 years because of what we've seen out of stuff like this. Guys who are going to be three now lottery picks in Murray and then Davis and also Ivy both declaring yesterday. These three guys are all insane star players who didn't have to be one-and-done guys to be guys who are going to be picked in the NBA draft lottery. I feel like that's something that's going to be really, really appealing to people who are going to be recruited to the Big Ten. Because the top guys come to the Big Ten too. But a lot of the makeup of this conference and a lot of what makes the teams the best in the conference are the kind of second-tier guys who then emerge as players in this conference i mean guys like a johnny davis like a keegan murray like a Jaden ivy who again are now all in positions where they're going to be prime time picks for teams guys who are going to when they get there be relied on to be i mean the next big thing because these are not invaluable picks these are the picks that teams are are making expecting them to hit and at least hoping for them to be diamonds in the rough if they're being picked not at the very top. And if they are at the very top, of course, expected to be the people who carry franchises from the depths. Of course, trades happen all the time and stuff like that. But usually, if you're at the top from the depths of the worst teams in the NBA. But again, that's getting a little bit too big into it. But really, it's I think, really key for the Big Ten success to have these kind of stars coming out year in and year out, which have been there for a few years now. Uh, other news around the Big Ten. Uh, Johnny Davis has already won an award. He won the uh, Lute Olsen National Player of the Year Award. It was announced earlier today. Uh, the big one, the Naismith National Player of the Year Award, is going to be announced on Sunday. I, I find that a little bit weird. I'd say put it either on the Saturday or Monday when you're going to be playing games. Do it at halftime at some point or something. Put them out on the court, but. Uh, Doing it on Sunday, I'm guessing they'll make some sort of big event out of it and maybe we'll be able to watch it on TV. I haven't looked into that. But, again, that's when we'll find out who wins the big, big player of the year award, the Naismith, uh, the the one everyone's really fighting for. Only other news out of the Big Ten, men's gymnastics championships start up tonight for the conference. It'll be five teams represented with teams events tonight, individual events coming tomorrow night Five teams, Illinois, Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, and Nebraska, sending gymnasts to compete there at the events over the next two days. And again, that's the news around the Big Ten here right now. Coming up, we're going to talk about All the Big Ten's NBA prospects, and there are plenty of them here in this draft, potentially at least. A lot of them already have declared since their season's ended that they're going to that NBA draft. We'll talk about where they all stand on a whole bunch of different big boards and mock drafts and stuff like that. That's coming up in just a minute here on Locked On Big Ten. If you need something to get through the day, Built Bar is the place to go. They've got all the stuff that you could ever want for your protein, whether it be the actual Built Bar, less than 150 calories. We're talking four net grams of sugars and carbs while having 100% chocolate in any flavor you could think of. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar but they've got all sorts of other stuff that you can try out there at the site at built.com too. You can get the powders that you pour into your drink. You can get the puffs that they have, marshmallows. You just pop right into your mouth and get your protein fix that way. Whether it be getting you through a workout or just getting you through the work day, Built Bar can help you do it in a healthy way that tastes amazing too. So head on over to built.com right now. If you use the site and buy anything over there, let them know that we sent you by using our promo code Locked15, and it, it's not just for us—you get 15% off your order too. It's Locked15 at built.com. Go ahead and try Built Bar. Find a flavor that catches your eye and you think you might like, and I promise you're going to be coming back for more. It's Built Bar—the place to go for anything you need with your protein to get through the day back in on locked on big 10 we're going to talk about where all the big 10 prospects and there are a ton of them throughout the two rounds of the nba draft that could be picked where they all stand on a whole bunch of different big boards mock drafts throughout a whole bunch of different sites and just kind of mash them all together and see where everyone stands here in just a second we've got though right now at least i have to update you on exactly where everyone's at at the moment so uh, Pretty much all the top guys who I want to really get in depth on, or at least at least testing the waters now. Uh- Keegan Murray declared a while ago after Iowa lost. Jaden Ivey and Johnny Davis are gone as of less than a day ago. Malachi Branham announced that he is going to test the waters of the NBA draft. That happened earlier today. E.J. Liddell has already declared for the NBA draft, as well as Bryce McGowan's, too. He is declared as well. So uh, I want to get into everyone and kind of where they stand right now on draft boards and At the very top, at least across most of what I've seen, has been Jaden Ivey. Now, I think that where things stand right now, Jaden Ivey is easily, not easily because everyone's really good, but I thought for a long time that this is the top NBA prospect out of this conference. He is someone who has the abilities to make an impact on a team right away. It's obvious the potential that he has to develop into an insane NBA talent offensively. He has the kind of size and speed that you want to see a combination of to be successful in that he has insane speed and a little bit of size to go with it. The way he moves up and down a basketball court with the ball, without the ball, in a way that is just faster than everybody else on the court throughout the Big Ten season. Teams that know who he is. And if you follow a Big Ten team, you know when you played Purdue. He made at least a couple, usually every single game. Of those plays where it was just him knowing the game and being able to see it and look at it and know that he's faster than you and is going to be able to get to the bucket and score, and there's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. He has that kind of a burst and an acceleration to the basket that is something that NBA teams salivate over because it's really, really rare to see at that kind of age and with that kind of dominance that he's been able to show it. So when you combine everything he's able to do on both sides of the basketball and you look at who he is as a player, it's, it's something where he is going to be able to just kind of adjust to a team right away. Like he gets to an NBA roster and he's someone who, again, is I'll read him off right now. On ESPN's latest mock draft, he's at four. Sports Illustrated, four. Bleacher Report, four. Draft.net has him as the number one prospect in all of this draft, which is the only place I've seen him anywhere near there. Ringer has him at three. Uh, NBC Sports has him at four. Tankathon has him at four. And it's the latest mock draft. Uh, Pretty much consensus as it goes right now, top five prospect on this board. And when you have that kind of a talent there, he has to have something special. And I mean, that's, I guess, just what I'm saying is that's what Jaden Ives is. He is able to be a scorer, and the potential for him to just be an elite NBA scorer very quickly is something that just can't be ignored by anybody. In an NBA front office. And it's not being ignored at all. As he gets ready for this draft. I feel like teams are going to see that. And while the uh, three guys that I've seen consistently in front of him. I named off a lot of fours there. For Jaden Ivey. But the one, two, and three in those mock drafts have been pretty consistent. If he is, I guess, in that second tier. Behind those three guys. I think there's going to be a whole lot here. Coming up and leading up to this draft where he's showing off why he should be that first guy off the board after those three. And I think it could very easily just be a runaway where it ends up being like a top four. It's like these three guys, then Jaden Ivy, then everybody else. I think he's that kind of special good. And again, it's really about the potential and the skill that he has already before even getting to the league that NBA teams think that they can take to the next level. Every NBA team, of course, does. That's the kind of thing that teams really, really get excited about getting on their teams. So Jaden Ivey just has it. He has what NBA teams look for. The next two guys on the draft board are, and it's interchangeable between the two, but the next two guys are easily Keegan Murray and Johnny Davis. And that's not a surprise. They've been both outstanding and they've been for a little bit now and right now murray goes anywhere from five to eight on what i've seen davis goes anywhere from five all the way down to 11 that's what the ringer has him at but it's pretty much all around the same spot that these two go after them You get the two Ohio State guys, which I think are two of the most interesting cases in this draft. We'll get to that later on. But they end up, and again, Malachi Branham earlier today announcing that he's going to be at least testing the waters of this draft. Could come back to Ohio State still. But Branham has been a kind of right-after-the-lottery guy. And then right after him a little bit, EJ Liddell gets anywhere from late teens all the way through to the end of the first round as far as the projections across different sources go. So I think it'll be really interesting. Liddell, just foregoing his senior year, is going to be someone who is pretty much gone, I believe. Uh, Malachi Branham has a decision to make here, I think, is going to. And he said as much as that he thinks if it's going to be a matter of him being a first-round pick, he thinks he may want to try it, and I think he'll definitely be a first-round pick, no doubt about that. But if he thinks maybe is looking at three different sophomores coming out of the Big Ten who are going to be, again, now top-ten picks potentially, does he maybe see the value in trying to come back and really take over the lead on this Ohio State team with EJ Liddell gone? i don't know i don't know if i would take that risk there's a big big value of course in being a one and done and going into the draft this way as opposed to being a sophomore like obviously the three big ten guys would have a whole lot more value if they were going out in their current nba draft status with also being a freshman too but it's something that i think you really have to consider when you look at what these guys have done and of course Where Malachi Branham is right now. He could be a lottery pick. Maybe that's something he looks at when he and sees when he decides to really see what teams think about him. But I think it'll have to be maybe a team saying, hey, we're going to take you if you're there for us at this spot. Then he's gone, gone. But I wouldn't be surprised if maybe Malachi Branham, after looking at things, maybe doesn't see it that way and wants to come back and maybe try and do. What he's seen a whole lot of Big Ten players do in really, really up their value in their second year of Big Ten play. I would not be surprised by that at all. After that group of guys, it gets to be a little bit just kind of a mess as far as where the projections have it. And again, these mock drafts, of course, get more diverse as you get down the draft, just naturally, of course. But it's a little bit kind of all over the place. Bryce McGowan's has been kind of a consensus end of the first round guy. If, if you get someone who has done a full first round or a full 60 picks draft, you get guys like Max Christie, Trevion Williams, who has declared already, Ron Harper Jr., who has declared already. Har- Harper Jr. is an interesting case because he's declared for the draft, but it is kind of a fringe guy on some mock draft boards. He's going to get, of course, a shot somewhere. And I think personally he'll get drafted at some point. Because he's talking a big game right now about how, how he wants to get in NBA shape and really ready to go in the league. And if he does that, I mean, you've seen the skills. They're there. So if he can develop something that's an entirely new dimension with that, if he gets in better shape, then I'm all for him. But anyway, guys like Caleb Houston, Zach Eady, Trace Jackson Davis, Gabe Brown, these are all guys you know out of playing in the Big Ten, of course, but they're all guys who are kind of scattered throughout the second round mock drafts. Guys who people think are going to get drafted, but again, not all these guys have to go. they, they got decisions to make and to try and figure out here as they go through this process, but uh, I'd expect all of them to at least go through the process, you know? Just because it's, one, they're good. You know, first off, again, like someone like Trace Jackson-Davis, being in the middle of the second round as far as like where I've seen him in mock drafts. It's something where like I'm thinking about what I saw with Trace Jackson Davis and what I see as far as potential with him. And I'm like, uh, that's a steal. If he goes undrafted, some team's going to get him at a steal if he wants to go into the NBA. But again, again it's a real uh, uh, something It's hard to speculate about, I guess, just because we don't know anything about what's going on with these guys and what's going on in their heads. There's no real way to know anything until they say I'm going or I'm not. So it's it's harder to speculate with those later guys. But there's a clear, just to kind of summarize where everything stands, there's a clear top three here. Uh, Jaden Ivey, in my opinion, is the top guy. And I've seen that more than not out of what I've looked at throughout a whole lot of predictions and mock drafts and things. Then it's Johnny Davis and Keegan Murray kind of split. I guess the advantage goes to Murray as far as where I've seen the numbers exactly where they've been slotted, but it's interchangeable between the two. Then in the middle of the first round, you have the two Ohio State guys, Malachi Branham, EJ Liddell, and then it gets kind of messy after that. But again, a whole lot of guys who are going to get drafted, at least according to this. Uh, Bryce McGowan, Max Christie, Travion Williams, all guys who are going to get picked. Uh, this is a huge, deep class out of the Big Ten. Uh, I think there's some real talent deep in this conference coming out that some teams are going to be, really be able to use over the next few years, as has been really evident out of what we've seen over the last few years with Big Ten guys who have been coming out and picked even later than the first round and stuff like that. But uh, again, it's going to be really, really just, uh, I think, fun to go through this process and see which of these guys are really able to impress as they get in front of NBA teams. Because I really do think there's a lot of talent here that at least right now might be getting a little bit undervalued. The NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait.